Welcome to Universal Wink. I'm Wynne Thornley. In this episode, I'm going to chit-chat with Harley Greenspoon, clinical aromatherapist and manager at Ashbury's Aromatherapy and Color Energy. Harley Greenspoon has been a strong contributor to the growth of Ashbury's Aromatherapy. This is a Canadian supplier of pure essential oils, unscented bases, healing salts, packaging, and hydrosols. They offer custom blends, fragrance duplication, product development, and private labeling. With over seven years experience working with wellness centers, aromatherapists, practitioner schools, spas, and all the things, her focus has been to develop a company's retail presence while enhancing existing services and products, and is considered a wealth of knowledge and trusted in the industry, which I can agree with. She thrives on building relationships and truly enjoys being able to make a positive impact on businesses and people that she works with. Her customized approach in handling business needs is what sets Ashbury's apart from other wholesalers. Now a certified aromatherapist, she can uh, personally help you create your own custom products and recipes. Also professionally trained in the field of aesthetics, color, light, and crystal therapies. Let's say hello to Harley. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, Wen? I'm doing really well. I'm actually enjoying the isolation. <laughs> uh, so you do a lot of good works with uh, Ashbury's and Color Energy, and I'm personally grateful for your presence with this Canadian company. Thank you so much. I'm grateful to be working here. Yes. They offer a lot of good stuff. So back in episode 14 of my podcast here, I gave our listeners uh, an intro to gem and flower essences and other vibrational medicines like essential oils. Um, I kind of let our listeners know that I would follow up that episode with a trusted expert in aroma in the aromatherapy field. So yeah. this interview comes at such a good time. But <laughs> it's definitely needed during these challenging times, that's for sure. There's a lot of misinformation circulating and uh, we're working really hard trying to educate people on proper ways to use essential oils right now. Oh, that's why I thought it was such perfect timing because we are in that great pause, right? Yeah, exactly. So we might as well begin there with that big old elephant in the room. We'll talk about, you know, COVID-19, but really it's kind of like all those viruses that are running amok right now, not just COVID. It shouldn't be the only thing we're worried about, but it is the first thing in the headlines, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. And it's, you know, unfortunate that people start to look into these things more during uh, uh, trials and tribulations, but really we should all be adopting a healthier lifestyle every single day so that we're better able to fight off viruses in the future. This probably won't be the last time we see something like this circulating, but we can be better prepared for it. Absolutely agree. So, you know, since we're already right in the thick of it, can you tell me what you're doing yourself, not only to protect yourself, but, you know, what are you doing for sterilization practices around your home, work, and while you're out grabbing things like your essentials? Right. Good questions. And I have a toolbox full of supplies that I take out during, um, challenging times, especially right now with um, what's going on with hand and surface sanitizers. Mm -hmm. Did you know that regular chemical surface sanitizers and hand sanitizers kill your good bacteria as well as your bad bacteria? I've absolutely read that. That was one of the things that made me reach for essential oils. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And uh, there's a seven essential oil recipe we manufacture here uh, that is antiviral, antifungal, and I spray it on everything from doorknobs to controllers to phones to railings, anything that has a high traffic area. 
So that's going to help clean my surroundings as well as it's safe for my hands. So I can spray it after I touch anything at all and feel confident that it's killing the bad bacteria and not the good bacteria. Now it's not a cure for COVID as we all know there's not a cure for it yet. But what this does, it's going to help to sanitize your surface and your body so that again, you're better able to fight off uh, viruses and illnesses. And the essential oils actually help to boost your body's own immune while we're at it. So two birds with one stone there. Right. Um, yeah. Also, we um, are having our ionizing diffusers going all the time. And I'm sure most people know about diffusers nowadays. They're pretty much everywhere. But what we uh, don't know is ionizing diffusers. Now an ionizing diffuser vibrates so quickly that it produces negative ions. And that actually pulls the dirt and the dander and, and environmental toxins out of my airway so that I know when I'm putting my oils in there that it's, 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 it's cleaning the air so the oils will go deeper into my system as well. Very nice. I have noticed a great difference. I got one of your heavenly scent ion yeah. uh, ionizers that is that my pronouncing it right yes uh, yes that's exactly it and i have noticed even like being so sensitive to energy i've just noticed such a calm in my space as all of this is swirling around me at the same time so it's uh yeah. i've noticed a big difference including that style of diffuser so go ahead yeah it's it's one of the only diffusers that actually vibrates at ninety thousand vibrations per cubic centimeter so it's similar to the production and what's produced by a waterfall that natural smell in the air which again is going to be cleaning the air uh, the heavenly scent diffuser is probably one of the best diffusers i've ever used and um, i love it i use it for everything i even make a salt brine out of himalayan salts so i'll take some himalayan salts and put it in some warm water and dissolve it put that salt water in the diffuser for salt therapy, which also helps to clean the air and helps to clean your body as well. What's and it leads me into the next product I'm loving right now, which is any type of healing salts. Professional grade, of course. You have your Epsom salts, your Dead Sea salts, your Himalayan salts, and just bathing in them 20 minutes a day helps to pull the toxins out of your body, helps to increase your lymph uh, circulation, and then of course, because there's less toxins in your body, your body's not constantly trying to fight those toxins off. It actually starts to repair your body at that point. So it's really good for preventative, even just to have that included on a regular basis, right? Exactly. If you don't have a bath, um, a shower with a plugger stop and just put the dead sea salt or the Epsom salts right into the bottom of the shower. And again, to the toxins will help to be drawn and removed from your feet. Um, or even just sitting in, in the living room on the couch watching TV with a bowl of salt water in your feet is an effective uh, form of cleansing as well. Oh, those are really fantastic. Out, kind of outside of the box thinking with uh, the applications of the salts. I really like, I never thought about putting it and running it through my diffuser. So I'm going to give that a try. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people get trapped in that, but I can't go down for a bath. So thank you so much for those exactly. examples of usage. Oh, you're welcome. You know, I wanted to retouch the diffusion. You know how we're having our diffusers run over and over and over. Are you doing intermittent diffusing or are you letting it run constantly for eight hours? Because I know that there's uh, varying thoughts on that. Yeah. And I'm letting it run constantly for eight hours, um, especially now with what's going on with everything. I just want to make sure that my environment's protected. Uh, we are still going into work right now. I, I'm grateful that we are um, um, still open here at Ashbury's. Uh, of course, we have lots of demand for our natural sanitizing products and other immune boosting products. 
So I just want to make sure that we're we're maximizing everything around here and keeping everybody as safe as possible. So would you normally run a diffuser for eight hours when we were say outside of this and we're in calmer calmer seas? Absolutely, because it's going to clean the air as well. Now you don't need to put essential oils in a diffuser. You oh, can just you. use it for its humidifying effect, especially if you have it somewhere like in a baby's room, you have lots of pets around the house, you can still experience the ionizing benefits of the diffuser just with the water and even the salt mixture I mentioned before. Thank you, thank you, thank you, because so many people feel that if you know, they were told when they were first using their diffusers that oils must go in every time. So it's refreshing to hear that others are doing the same thing where they're using yeah. another alternative for it. And, uh, yeah. you know, because it is about clearing the air, even with humidity. Exactly. Um, when I first started here about eight years ago, I'd have my diffuser going all the time. And I started to think to myself, do I really need to have my house smelling a certain way when I'm not there? and about my, my contributions to the environment as well, because it is a natural resource like anything else. And if we overuse it, then we won't be able to get it back one day as well. Absolutely. So I try to keep those things into, in consideration. Absolutely, and we see that through oils like uh, Palo Santo, yeah. sandalwood, Rosewood. Um, rosewood, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. that is, it is about conservation as well. These are gifts from the earth for us, so we should treat them as such. That's exactly it. Cool, so I wanted to ask you, um, are there some practical oils that we should really always be stocking in our medicine cabinet, at, you know, especially at this time, but you know, something that should always be there. I know I have my favorites, but what do you recommend, or what do you see flying off the shelves right now from Ashbury's? Right, our Medieval Times Sanitizing Hand Spray. Love. As, yeah, absolutely, as well as the Pure Mix. It is a blend of clove, lemon, cinnamon, eucalyptus, rosemary, thyme, and myrrh. And all those oils are known to be antiviral. Um, they're very cleansing to your environment. And I usually tend to go with a blend rather than a pure note oil. And what I mean by that is a lavender would be considered a pure note oil, and this would be considered a blend or a mix. And the reason for that is it's a recipe like anything else, which works better with more than one ingredient. And synergistically, that's where the magic happens. Yeah, I can totally attest to that. They uh, really make up for each other's weaknesses and then strengthen everything all around. Yeah, absolutely. And the typical oils you see a lot on um, um, social media, the lavenders, the tea tree, those are all a great choice and somewhat of a safer choice. We in the industry call those oils neat oils, which means they don't need to be mixed with a carrier oil. So it lessens the chance of reactions to your, to your body that way. Now with something like uh, Medieval Times, we would want to dilute that before we'd apply it to the skin. Absolutely. Uh, with any other essential oil other than the two neats, they do need to be blended in a carrier oil. And all a carrier oil does is it carries the essential oil down to the deepest layer of your skin, which is where the healing happens. Right. And without a carrier, the oil just sits on top of the skin. And that's where you notice your inflammation and sensitivities happening. Absolutely. Like people uh, really need to understand that carrier portion. It just helps it bring it to its greatest depth. That was such a great way to explain that. Thank you, Harley. You're welcome. And a carrier oil can be anything. It can be a lotion. It can be a coconut oil. You can add it to shampoos and body care as well. Mm -hmm. A 
good percentage and a pretty safe percentage if you're blending your own essential oils for an all-over body lotion or a body oil would be a 2% dilution. And I know that seems quite low, but less in this case really is more. Um, it takes a massive amount of petals or roots or um, um, elements to produce essential oils. And our bodies, even though it's healthy for us, sometimes see that as a foreign substance. So it actually works harder to get it out of your body than it does to absorb it into your body. So by losing less, you actually end up having more effect on your body. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people don't realize that 15 mils of lavender oil could require up to a, you know, half a field of lavender flowers and it is so concentrated. So wonderful. I really like the way you uh, allowed us to visualize that. Cool. Of course. Um, and another oil that people might not know about, um, pretty standard is sesame seed oil. And I'm talking about the cold press professional grade sesame oil. And our in-house aromatherapist mentioned this uh, fact to me last week that she puts it inside her nostrils. Interesting. It is antiviral and antifungal, and it actually creates a barrier against this virus, which likes to lodge itself in the upper nasal cavities. And it's also an ancient Ayurvedic practice as well. It's okay. safe for children and the elderly. Okay. And I think what we're trying to do during this time is just to give people back that sense of empowerment. What can you do to help? What can you do to raise your own immune and take care of your family and your group? And Absolutely, because some people are feeling really lost. So, you know, I wanted to kind of touch a little bit upon that mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects that we're kind of going through with everything being quick changed on us and everything is yeah. so unknown right now. Yeah. I know that uh, a lot of the essential oils that come from the actual petals of the flowers are considered emotional healers. Mm -hmm. I know for myself, I've been reaching for rose water and I've been reaching for mm -hmm. lavender oil. Can you tell me what you might want to reach for when or what you might recommend to somebody who's going through a little bit of emotional turmoil, a good all over, you know? Right, right. and rose would be my first go-to, and it has a very high vibration. Mm -hmm. A lot of our oils we base um, on color therapy here. So we've classified rose as being as a pink vibrational qualities, which means it's love for yourself, love for others, um, unconditional understanding. So rose typically tends to have that effect on people. You smell it, it makes you feel, um, you know, a little, little bit lighter and comforted, like a warm hug. Yeah. Now, a lot of people tend to have problems with anxiety and depression during this time, which is actually an orange issue. And when I say orange, I'm referring to our sacral chakra. And that is our childlike center, our childlike nature. Uh, so typically when people are having um, anxiety type of issues, we reach for our orange oils. Think about an orange and how that makes you smell when you open it. Mm -hmm. And that supports those energy centers in your body to help sort of lessen that edge. I really like the way you're relating it to the chakra system because... Uh, you know, being uh, heavy into energetic healing and Reiki mastery and all that, I really do speak a lot through the rainbow. So it's really nice yeah. to have a company that reflects that within vibrational medicine in Canada. Absolutely. We have all of our oils color coded. Um, so that way, you know, you can pick an oil based on the chakra system. Right. It kind of takes the thinking out of it for the person who's just shopping around as a novice if they don't have access to a clinical aromatherapist like ourselves, eh? 
That's exactly it. And because I'm the only one here at Ashbury's, when people do call in, um, you we we chat about issues like this all the time. So if anybody has any questions or needs uh, information on oils, we offer tons of support and education so that you'll know how to use the oil safely and what, what they're what they're there for. Absolutely, I really enjoy the. Um, I bought a couple charts off of you uh, that helped me uh, mm. piece together the intuitiveness with certain words, emotions, all parts of the chakra, the harmonics yeah. and frequencies of it all. I just love it. Like, exactly. there's it's so content rich, but so easy to read. Exactly, exactly. We put a lot of time into our charts and educational material. It's not just, you know, enough to have good quality products. I really want people to understand these products and where they're coming from and how to use them so that they can start implementing regimens like this at home and it can be carried on for generations to generations. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, a lot of my podcast guests talk to me a little bit about how they use their intuitive mind and how they experience their their intuition around them, right? right? So I know some of the things that I reached for almost a year ago, I was doing already intuitively to prepare for this, like wiping down of shopping carts. People looked at me like I was oh. mad. And I started doing that about a year and a half, two years ago. I thought if I'm sanitizing my hands, yeah, telling me to do the cart too, right? <laughs> yeah. So can you give an example of how maybe your intuitive mind had shown you a little bit of uh, foreshadowing to this event? Well, in terms of foreshadowing, I really don't think anybody could have predicted something like this happening. Totally. Uh, It's more hindsight. Yeah, exactly. And definitely my intuition is just telling me to focus on what I can do for my own immune and my own environment right now. And that's really the only thing we can do. And I find almost a sense of relief, Um, even just putting lavender in my diffuser or having a salt bath, that these are the steps I need to take intuitively to protect myself. And also you'll find when you have less toxins in your body, your thoughts are clearer. You're quicker um, on solutions for problems and you just have a better outlook at life. Toxins tend to drag us down so much we don't even realize the thousands of of chemicals in our body cares and the things we touch, receipts. So as I'm starting to be more aware of now my surroundings and what I'm putting on my body, it's now it's taking it to the next level. It's like, oh, what do I have under my sink that I can get rid of and replace with a natural product now? So it started a whole ball rolling for me in terms of how clean can I actually get my life and what, what am I living in? What am I eating? What am I putting on my body? Yeah, really looking at what that word clean means, right? Absolutely. And I'm so grateful that there's so many other people starting to look at this as well. Um, unfortunately, it's in you know the wake of what's what's happening right now in this world, but I think it's time that everybody starts to look at what they're putting on their bodies and inside their bodies. And there's so many alternatives out there. We just don't know about them because we've been subjected to media our whole lives, commercials saying this is natural, use this. And then when we look into something, it's it's exactly the opposite of that. Yes, the marketing has been really, really tricky around all this stuff. And sometimes there's a lot of money pushing products that are definitely claiming to be that whole natural. Like it makes me wonder what the, uh, I've been seeing a lot of these products like Rosewater and stuff is all of a sudden mm-hmm. becoming popular on drugstore shelves. And whenever I grab a bottle, I go, oh, wait, this really isn't a true hydrosol. What's going on here? And 
that's exactly it. And basically people are passing off water with essential oil and uh, not even essential oils with fragrances even yeah. and calling it what they, what they want to call it. So we have to be really careful about packaging and not just getting stuck on the name of something and have a look at the ingredients. Uh, typically a uh, rose water should just have rose water. <laughs> just like, just like lots of uh, other products, for example, a natural, let's say raspberry juice. And I saw this just the other day and it said natural raspberry flavor. Now, if it was natural raspberry flavor, would it not just list raspberries? I believe so. I, I remember mm. those questions early in my enlightenment, mm -hmm. you know, enlightenment, I guess, awakening. <laughs> it all started with my son. He was having problems with, um, we figured out at the end of the day, it was food colorings and preservatives used in foods. It would, it would just act like drugs in his body. Right. And so when I started to look at those labels, I started to go, but natural flavor, well, why would they have to list it if it was natural? Natural exactly. flavor. Why would they have to list that? <laughs> <laughs> it led me to getting a book called Hard to Swallow that actually oh. covers all of those uh, food additives that are legal in some countries and illegal in others and what they are, what they do, and how they react in the body. It's very fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to me how somebody first thought of cutting a product with a little bit of formaldehyde or a little <laughs> bit of arsenic this is a safe percentage. Oh, is it a safe percentage? But that's not the, just the problem with the one product. Say, for example, you have a banana that has a certain amount of pesticides, and then you have an orange with a certain amount of pesticides, and then you have some grapes, and then you have some raspberries. Well, now what do we have? We have a chemical cocktail. That's right. And I mean, are they building up within the body more and more and more? And, and we learn that even within the use of clinical aromatherapy, we learn about certain chemical compounds that tend to build up in the body or maybe aren't best used all the time, right? Like the ketones and phenols. Exactly. Exactly. And imagine somebody putting those in water and trying to drink them. Oh my goodness. Like yeah. just feel like the lawsuits would be endless, right? And that's it. And that's it too, right? Um, we've learned that the quickest way and the best way to absorb essential oils is through the skin with a carrier oil. Now, when people are mixing oil and water, oil and water don't mix. It doesn't matter if you have one drop of oil in 30 million liters of water, that one drop will still remain intact. Now imagine that one drop uh, going through your esophagus, um, the delicate lining of your stomach, and then combining with your stomach acids. So are you really even getting that much therapeutic effect out of that essential oil by the time it wreaks havoc all the way down your system? Absolutely, because it, it doesn't even really start to absorb into our body till no. it reaches the liver, correct? No. Correct. And even if something is touted as natural and good for you, if there's too much and your body doesn't recognize it, it actually acts as a free radical and causes cellular damage. Too much, too much, too much, right? Again, less is more. That's it, it really is. Yeah. Everything in balance. And when we're looking at the concentration of things like essential oils, we have to be so mindful of that. Uh, just because it is natural does not mean it's safe. Sometimes it's safer to reach for the dried herb in certain cases you know, so. Absolutely, and that's where your intuition comes into place too. You can tell, and when you really start listening to your body and checking in with yourself, if your body gives you little signs all the time that it likes something or doesn't like something. When you walk into a room, sometimes you get a weird feeling and you know maybe it's not the right situation from you. Same with foods and things you put on your body. And just ask your body, how, how does it feel? And listen to it. If it's giving you anxiety feelings or you're not sure, that's usually a sign that it's not right for you. 
I absolutely agree. I talk about that with my clients all the time. What are yeah. you reaching for? And what are you wanting yeah. to push away? Especially yeah. when it comes to old supplements, tinctures, and things that we have gathering in the back of our medicine cabinet. What are you truly done with? Your body will let you know. Right. And as I was going through my own cabinets and throwing away products that weren't good anymore, it sort of took into um, light the amount of things we buy as individuals as well and really needing all the things we buy, right? So overconsumption almost. That's right, you know, and I think that also comes down to sometimes we want to consume things that we know worked for others. So we want to give it a try. And really, if we go into the body testing, we'll understand whether our body requires it or not instead of just blindly purchasing. Exactly, exactly. Do you do body testing with your clients then? I teach them how to listen to how they feel or what they feel like they feel, think, or know around certain situations or certain yeah. dietary actions. Oh, we go, okay. we absolutely go into a situation where we can nail down our diet for the week when we work with our guides. How many proteins do I need this week? How many carbs? How many, how many, how many? Mm -hmm. And you write down the portions and then see how your body feels as you adjust to those changes. Right, absolutely. And we, we do the same thing similar here, but using color therapy. Yeah. So basically, if you look in the morning when the sun comes up, it starts off sort of ready and then goes to orange, yellow, green, blue. Those are the same colors as the chakra system. Oh, yes. So if you can eat based on the chakra system, start your day off by eating red foods, maybe apples, maybe strawberries, and then take it up through the colors, we can actually eat based on our chakra system as well. That's fascinating. I'm going to take a look into that a little bit more. I'm going, to, I'm going to sit with that. I like the way that feels. Absolutely. Each organ actually has its own hour to shine in your body, its own time. So as that organ is getting ready for its work in your body, if you could support that organ with the food that is most helpful to it, then we got a really good recipe for success. Absolutely. I've definitely heard about that body clock. Do you teach things like that at Ashbury's? We teach biofeedback. Mm. We have this fancy little hand plate here that has about 50 different sensors. Each of those sensors, when you put your hand on it, is connected to one of your organs and glands. It works on traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. So once we do the two-minute assessment, I can see on my screen if my organs are underactive or overactive. And then I can actually try different essential oils in live time to see if it's shifting the energy in that organ zone. That is such a fascinating science. I love it. I love, love, love it. I've had biofeedback done myself, so I totally attest to that. Your, it sounds like your system is in greater depth than what I've used in the past. So is there more you can tell us about that? Yeah, from what I've seen as well, because it has individual sensors. I've seen a lot of the rods you hold, um, sensors that go around your head, ah, but that's yeah. getting, pardon me? That, that's the type I've had, where they have the sensors on the head, wrist, and ankles. Right. Now, if we have 49 different organs and glands, how is that getting an accurate readout of the individual organ zone? Yeah. It's giving more of a general reading. Okay, so yours would be like that kind of cream of the crop. It hits all the points. That's exactly it. Yeah, because each of your organs and glands, they connect to a point in your hand. Uh, same with the points on your feet as well. Um, this, however, is just the hand plate version. And it will pick up on the pulse points. Again, to know if your organs are operating overactive, so they're producing too much, or they're not producing enough energy. Because what's going to happen, we are whole individuals. There's 
we, we are whole energy. But if our energy is functioning too much in one area, it's going to have to, your body's going to have to look for other areas to take the energy from. So it's, it just starts going on this repetitive type of system where it's taking energy from other areas and eventually that organ ends up stressing out. Yeah, and that totally makes sense. So we see a lot of that in energy work where we uh, mm. see chakras that are completely out of balance because one is overworked. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it just throws everything else out of balance. That, that's exactly it. Ooh, uh, I'll have to, yeah, I don't know, that biofeedback machine that you have, I'm going to have to take more, more of a look at it. Oh, fantastic. I can do an online demo so that you can actually see my hand and see what I see on the screen and take you through a couple, couple of procedures. So we'll, we'll touch base on that later when. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Yeah, so I know that we've covered a lot already today. I love how this, you know, even though we haven't had much time, we've covered so much ground, which is awesome. So I want to get to a little fun piece of my podcast. Yeah, that right. I, do. Uh, I really uh, geek out on the paranormal world. That's one of my side interests. <laughs> anything creepy, spooky, cryptotastic, I'm all over it. So I truly believe that we all at some point have a paranormal experience. Is there one that you might like to share with us, Harley? Just one? <laughs> oh my goodness, on this podcast, we come on again, we'll get another one out of you. Yeah, well, I think the, the best thing to hit my desk um, has been what we call the dragonfly. Mm. Now, this is a spiritual amplifier. And how I like to explain it is, say a medium connects with their spirit guides on level five. And because we don't have that connection, we're not able to hear our spirit guides. Well, what this box does is it increases the vibration in the room so you can now connect directly with your guides. So I actually connected with my brother who passed away 10 years ago. And he told me, uh, told me to tell mom that he missed her, to come in and see him. So to basically come into the office and to use the machine to talk with him. Uh, so that was very cool. Wow, it's called the dragonfly? The dragonfly, correct. And basically, um, we hold courses here. And everybody has an MP3 player. Yeah. And on the MP3 player, you're hearing white noise. It almost sounds like a busy cafeteria. And then when you really start to focus on the voices, you start to hear your guides. The words actually come through after you form the question in your mind. And it's because the spiritual amplifier is raising the vibration and allowing them to connect. Most of the time we have these mental blocks for whatever reasons, whether we're not ready, whether, um, you know, we're just not ready to receive their guidance yet. So it's, it's fascinating now that with this technology, anybody can connect with their guides, with past loved ones. We've had multiple courses and every single person's connected with their guides, the information they're getting that they're acting on. I'm just so blessed and grateful to be working in an environment that has access to so many different tools we can use to advance ourselves spiritually and also to share that with everybody else. Oh, and you know what? I am too, because yeah. there's just not enough of it. And we're in such a safe time now to be exploring these other options. Exactly. And they are out there. And I tell people, you need to ask for what you, what you want. And it's funny because about two to three times a day now, I'll call somebody right when they're wanting, right when they're, they're thinking about me. They say all the time, you know, I was just thinking about you. I mean, I get called creepy on a regular basis in the best way, of course. But, <laughs> you know, I account this to the dragonfly because we have the dragonfly on all the time. So now that I started connecting with my guides, it's like you can't shut that door. And so my intuitions increased tenfold 
Oh, of course it would, because even just with, from the sounds of it, it's an amplified spirit box, right? Yes. Which now influences uh, the rest of the room. And I love that because if you are naturally sitting yeah. high, yeah, your antennas are out and glowing and beaconing. <laughs> so it is a lot easier to attract those who you're wishing to connect with. It's very exactly. incredible. I have a video link I can share with you that you can put up if, if, you're, um, if your people want to check out the technology. Yes, absolutely. Please do. I'd like to attach it to either the show notes or I'll put it mm. in my social media posts. Absolutely. I'll uh, send it off here shortly today. Sounds great. Cool. Well, we're coming to the end of the episode. If there's anything else you would like to share, I would like you to not only share where we can find you, I will put all of your information in the show notes. I promise all of our listeners that. Oh, but tell you. us a little bit about you, where we can find you. And I don't know, maybe your favorite oil besides rose, because we already know rose is fantastic. Sure. Um, you can go to www.ashberries.com. That's A-S-H-B-U-R-Y-S. There'll be a contact me form there. Um, and then I'll, I'll be able to reach back out to you guys. And there'll be a little bit about what we do and the different things our company does in terms of product development, uh, manufacturing, private labeling, retail-ready products, bulk oils, and of course, our courses and technology. Awesome. You can also call the 1-800 number. Uh, you'll always get me when you call as well, which is really nice and personal that I get to, you know, keep such close connections with everybody I work with. And you can reach me at 1-800-225-1226, extension 501. Perfect. Thank you so much, Harley. I know that I enjoy actually getting somebody on the phone when I call for questions. Not that I've really had much with Ashbury's. Everything's been fairly seamless with you guys. So oh, that's great. Awesome. Well, you enjoy the rest of your evening and stay safe. Thank you for having me. You take good care of yourself as well. Thank you, Harley. Take good care. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for popping by this episode and spending some time with me and Harley today. We really appreciate being here. If you liked uh, some of the topics that we talked about today, my show notes are going to be filled with information on how you can contact Harley Ashbury's and learn more about what the color energy portion of that business has to offer you through the biofeedback machine and that dragonfly machine that she was talking about. So you can find all the links in the show notes. I know that there is a great pause going on right now and there's a lot of resources out there for you to help keep your zen when things are unknown. So reach out for what intuitively feels good for you. Right now on my podcast, I am offering the Empath's Remedy, a Reiki guided meditation as a way to help you take off the weight of the world. So if you haven't heard it yet, go back one episode and give it a try and see how you like it. Right now you can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and my website, www.winssoulremedies.com. All of in-person classes are on pause for right now, but I am working on some special behind-the-scenes things for you for when classes and all this stuff and the world comes back to a different state of normal. We can take a look at how you can expand your intuitive gifts to learn how to reap all of the abundance and prosperity that's just been waiting for you. Empaths, it's our time to rise, so let's do it. Anyway, thank you so much for sticking around to the end. Take good care.